this afternoon and this evening. North of the lake, temperatures will be chilly, only in the mid-40s today, a little closer to 50 south of Lake Norman. We'll be drying it out, temperatures dipping back down to around freezing overnight, but we're on our way to the mid-50s for Thursday. That's your forecast for the WSIC Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chase Myers. Would you like to change your health situation? Improve your current health with a wellness consultation with me, Fred Blowery, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. I'll work with you to reach your individual goals. This includes a review of your current medication, supplements, diet, and lifestyle choices. This is a progressive way to improve your current health position for your future. Great for individuals or couples wanting to make improvement, call me at Lowry Drug in Statesville, 704-873-2247. your host, Iredell County Sheriff, Darren Campbell. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Welcome everyone to the Good, the Bad, and the Guilty. I am not your host, Sheriff Darren Campbell. I'm your host, Captain Matt Burleson. Uh, Sheriff was, was busy at the office today. We had a grand celebration uh, for Sergeant Danny Williams. If you remember, uh, Joe, when he was here last week or two weeks ago, maybe, we were talking about that call boxes in Statesville uh, where he did 50 years uh, in law enforcement in Iredell County. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have him in the last many years of his career uh, as, as, as the face of the sheriff's office, handling all those good good calls that come to the front desk. Uh, calls, I think, numbered in the 2,000 range a year, something like that. It was, it was a lot of calls. Speaking of calls... Uh, we've got a new number here on air. Uh, WSIC has, uh, has changed its 704 number to a toll-free number. It is now 844-STUDIO-4, which uh, if you don't want to look at all them numbers on your phone, get those letters there, 844-788-3464, 844-788-3464. We're live in studio. We'd love to have your questions, comments, uh, anything that, uh, you know, we, we get a lot of a lot of folks calling in just letting uh, letting us know what we're doing right, and we appreciate that. We thank you so much for that. Uh, we are live on Facebook as well, and usually several of our friends will check in with us on Facebook and, and let us know they're there. So go ahead and share that on your own personal Facebook, WSIC News, live now on Facebook. Uh, also, I'm told Joe said we're live on YouTube, X, LinkedIn, and also the WSIC News website. So, guys, we have caught up with the socials. We are live in studio here. Uh, thank you, Joe, for, for all these new platforms and opportunities to get that out. So if anyone wants to call us toll-free, we can take calls across the country now. So this is a nationwide show, possibly could be, if it's, you know, if it's out there. Absolutely. Uh, it's okay. World, well, the W in WSIC now stands for worldwide. Worldwide. Wow. Can we get any satellites to shoot up there? Can we get, get something to Space Force? We're, we'll talk to Justin about Okay. It. All right. Exactly. No, no. The sky's... Not the limit, exactly. So in studio, I've got two of my good friends with me, uh, Captain Eric Seen. He's, uh, he's got a, a, a big job, big shoes to fill. He works over at the detention center, and uh, he's going to talk about some of his roles that he's got. He's got quite a few 
additional roles that's been added on here uh, recently. Uh, I know that uh, we're, we're captains together over units, and the captain he was uh, a unit of or still part of the, the captain unit of is the bailiff division. And, uh, and we have the sergeant, Sergeant Cherie Jernigan. All right, so um, she's she's happy to be here. I have to keep telling her that because uh, she didn't know she was coming on live until right at the the uh, right before the show. You got to make sure uh, you know she she was prepared and ready. Eric knew she was coming, and I think Eric kind of messed with her a little bit. Yeah, I was ha- telling, yeah, you I were. Had to, yeah, I had to. Yeah, yeah. But the funniest part is Eric said, "Hey, you get to be on the radio. You get to be on the radio." But then when I said, "Hey, Eric." You're coming too, right? <laughs> he wasn't aware, of, wasn't ready for that. So um, we will we'll talk about some court duties here. We'll talk about some of that stuff uh, coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, we've got um, we've got several news articles to cover. Uh, some some great things going on at the sheriff's office. Some promotions. Some some changes in personnel and divisions, which is always great. Uh, we'll talk about the volleyball signups. We can push those off till later. So if you guys have any questions while we're calling in. Uh, do that now. We've got a, a big bulk of our show here coming up where you'll be able to ask those questions, or you can call us anytime. We'll take those calls during the break. So, Captain Scene. How are you, sir? I am good, man. See, I talk, this is great. This is just a conversation That's for us right. talking. And, and, and uh, So I haven't got to hear about some of your additional duties. I knew you were the, 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 the bailiff uh, lieutenant of the natural progression through and uh, captain of those guys and gals, uh, yep. a big, big group. Uh, but what's some of your additional duties now at the detention center? So some of my additional duties is I do a lot of the inmate relations. Mm-hmm. So I deal a lot with the inmates and any problems they may have. Uh, I'm also kind of like a li- liaison between the courts and the inmates. Uh, I talk with the attorneys. Um, some inmates maybe represent themselves in court, so I might take paperwork over there for them if they need to. Uh, you know, it's a fine line you got to walk, though, be- too, because, you know, you're not their attorney. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but with the jail, I deal with a lot of the inmates' grievances, any problems they're having, uh, any any issues they may have, disputes, stuff like that, and try to help alleviate some of those issues. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I know you get to do a lot of the community, um, um, as, as much as our detention center does outreach, you know, with yes. uh, with the, the chaplains that are coming in, uh, the family members, the, the visitations, uh, those, I know you, you get to do a lot of those. You help us out with the teen academy when the sheriff puts on the, the teen academy in the summer in July, we bring the teens yep. over. You get to do those tours and stuff. Yeah, assist with giving the tours of the teen academy. Uh, I've gone to several of the churches to try to get some of the people involved with uh, the jail ministry programs that they have at the uh, detention center. Uh, to help inmates with any type of uh, religious needs they may need. Very good, very good. Yeah, so, um, I mean, these guys, they, they have a lot of different needs, I guess you'd say. That, yes. that, that Yeah, exactly. And and as you said, you're trying to kind of balance that, that line there. They can't have all they need. I mean, they, they, have, they have the needs. They have the needs. Basic needs met, exactly. Basic needs yep. met. Yep. That's yep. right. I mean, of course, they want more, but, you know. Of course, yeah. It, it's, it is a jail. It's, right, it's, right. Uh, they they put themselves in there, so they uh, did. yep, and uh, and and to get themselves out, they have to be heard in court. They do right, and so um, I know that uh, Sergeant Jernigan this morning when I called because you didn't know you were going to be, but I was trying to get you. You know, you were uh, doing I believe a first appearance, maybe or doing something in court really uh, early, first couple hours of the day. Yeah, we do uh, first appearances the first portion of the day, mm-hmm. and usually like the first portion of the week, like mm-hmm. Mondays. 
is the longest. It goes <laughs> sometimes through lunch. It takes so long to get through everybody. Now, is that because we uh, so many folks have been brought in over the weekend? Um, that's part of it. And then um, with the new law that's passed as far as like, you know, having to go and have a, a judge set a bond for different things now, they have to um, be in for a period of time or see a judge uh-huh. to get a bond set. And that's, uh, yeah, the judges are not in in chambers, so to speak, on the weekends. They're not. They're, they're yeah. there just Monday through Friday. Okay. All right. Um, obviously. Uh, so what we'll do, I know that um, there's an opening to the court, and you've been practicing <laughs> that. How many years have you worked in, in the... Uh, oh, Lord. Um, I'm starting my 15th year working with the sheriff's office, mm-hmm. but I've been with the bailiffs for about 12 of those. Yep. I knew it had been a while you have been over there. Mm-hmm. Eric, your your career, did it go through the bailiffs most of the time? or did it... It, I started in the detention center, mm-hmm. worked in the detention center for about uh, a year and a half. Okay. And then became a bailiff. Okay. And I've been with the, I still consider myself a part of the bailiff right. team. Yeah. Uh, but I've been with the sheriff's office now for over 18 years, working on 19 years now. Wow. Wow. Okay. There's some experience sitting around here. So, uh, so we can tell some stories. We can do some, uh, um, talk, talk about quite a few additional things. Hopefully when we come back from a break, uh, we've got to, yep, got about 30 seconds to go here. So, uh, Take a deep breath, Sheree. It's not so bad, right? <laughs> yeah, nothing to it exactly. And uh, and Eric, we'll see you guys back here in just a few moments, uh, just after a break. Stay tuned. Give us a call on that nationwide number. I'll give it to you, 844-788-3464. More of the good, the bad, and the guilty. start out our Wednesday morning, but drying it out for most of the day. Our clouds will be slow to clear, but I do think we have some sunshine back before we wind things down late this afternoon and this evening. North of the lake, temperatures will be chilly, only in the mid-40s today, a little closer to 50 south of Lake Norman. We'll be drying it out, temperatures dipping back down to around freezing overnight, but we're on our way to the mid-50s for Thursday. That's your forecast from the WSIC Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chase Myers. Here's your WSIC community calendar. Merlefest is back April 25th through the 28th at Wilkes Community College. Featuring nearly 100 performers, including Old Crow Medicine Show, Turnpike Troubadours, the Teske Brothers, Nickel Creek, and more. Tickets and information at merlefest.org. Listen each morning to Good Morning LKN for your chance to win tickets. Mooresville Parks and Recreation is excited to bring the Great Magician Murder Mystery Dinner Theater to the Charles Mack Citizen Center, Saturday, February 10th. This is not your usual murder mystery experience. An evening of theater and mystery that will have you laughing and gasping. The Great Magician Murder Mystery Dinner Theater, Saturday, February 10th. For more info, visit ourtownstage.com. Chi-Town Transit Authority is coming to Kane Center for the Arts, Saturday, February 3rd. Come hear the eight-piece Chicago tribute band, horn and woodwind sections included. Chi-Town Transit Authority, Kane Center for the Arts, Saturday, February 3rd, kanearts.org. That's C-A-I-N-Arts.org. The North Carolina Gun Collectors Association Gun Show is coming to the Statesville Civic Center, February 3rd and 4th. Always remember, safety first. For more info, including show rules and restrictions, 
visit the North Carolina Gun Collectors Association website. The NCGCA Gun Show, February 3rd and 4th, Statesville Civic Center. Want to attend the Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show? Throughout the day, you have your chance to win tickets. Listen to Good Morning LKN, The Home Ad Show, The News Drive at 5, and The Scoreboard. Each show gives you your chance to win. The Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show, February 23rd through the 25th. Have an event you would like to tell people about? Yard sales, estate sales, and everything in between? Visit WSICnews.com and click on events to submit your event today. Now, back to more of The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty with Iredell County Sheriff Darren Campbell on 1059 100.7 WSIC. So without Chief Bill here, Chief Hamby loves this uh, this little bring-in here. It's his, uh, what is it like? It's, I think it's like Pink Panther, Inspector Clouseau. I agree with that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. You like that yeah. one, exactly. So, uh, uh, But he, he has that comeback. For, I, I, I did mention that he was uh, out, of, out of the office today, uh, Chief Hamby, so safe travels while you're out there. Uh, Sheriff Campbell is in the office. He is not live in studio here with the good, the bad, and the guilty. Uh, he is he is in the office today. There was a couple of meetings that come in. Uh, we talked about his um, uh, Danny Williams, Sergeant Williams retirement. So uh, uh, we didn't get a chance to, to to spend a lot of time there. So congratulations again, Sergeant Williams, on your on your retirement. Good job, fifty years in law enforcement. So uh, we're back here in studio. We are live on Facebook uh, as well as eight four four seven eight eight thirty four sixty four. If you guys want to give us a call and ask a question, up uh, oh, there we go. Look at there. That's great. So call. You are on the line with the good, the bad, and the guilty. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yes, yes, caller, go ahead. Hi, my name is Annie Dance. AnnieDance.substack.com is my Pops in Congress newsletter focused on crime and police and policy in Western North Carolina. I'm curious um, because I deal a lot with public records. What are your thoughts about public records, specifically about crime trends? So, for example, I'm trying to ascertain not only, you know, where crimes are actually occurring. When I look at, at data, it just shows the, um, the arrestees, you know, home address, or if they're homeless, it might list homeless. So I'm curious on ways you might recommend for the public to have better access to those records of where mm-hmm. crimes actually Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, caller. Uh, and, and and it's um, it's ironic that you mentioned that we uh, we're just working on our annual reports. They're coming out with some of the um, uh, the reporting statistics from the state, from the the the, the, the federal UCR reports. The FBI provides and the SBI. Uh, those run about a year behind. So we're working on getting those reports out. And so those talk about our statistics and as far as uh, the number of crimes that are being. Um, that have occurred and have been solved and, uh, you know, arrest maids, and it looks at our divisions and those type things. Uh, I, when you start to mention addresses of, of the offenders, uh, one of the things I'll tell you to do is you should have her app. Everybody's got uh, uh, great access to all of our inmate, re- well, excuse me, the, the, the ones that are taken in into custody uh, that information goes up with a mugshot. We've got a lot of our news media feeds that are able to get their information from there uh, with the charging information. And, and um, uh, you know, if you're concerned about someone who is in, if it's if you've been a victim, uh, the app actually allows you to be contacted 
when there is a change in their status. Uh, you can have an email, you can have a text, you can have a phone call, automated phone call, whenever they are changed from, from that status. As far as sex offenders, uh, I know Sheriff Campbell's got uh, uh, got the, the, the statutory regulation that every sheriff keeps up with the sex offenders, and he's got um, you know access on the app to be able to see those addresses and, and where those those folks are there. So great question. Uh, a lot of information there, a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, we appreciate that. Thank you, caller. Any other calls? Or we welcome those. Um, so it, during the break, we were talking about the, uh, the size of the unit. And you guys, uh, unfortunately for you, but fortunately for me, uh, I still consider myself one of the school resource officers, and we took one of the bailiffs over to become an SRO. Uh, he'd been in several years in the career, been, been something one of his career goals. So what is the size of the bailiff division now, Eric, and, and how's it grown? Oh, when I first started, we only had about eight bailiffs. Uh, but with everything else, the courts grow. There's more courts added. Uh, there's currently 15 bailiff uh, positions. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have three part-time bailiffs that were uh, former deputies, retired bailiffs, retired Ohio Patrol that have right. have come back and work with us pretty regularly right. uh, part-time. And I know we talked before about just moving uh, uh, moving our deputy over, or my deputy now, the sheriff's, yeah. you know, the school resource officer, that uh, the holidays and stuff when courts are closed, sometimes that compresses the week. And so you have to call in for some extra help. You have it to does. get those. So it's good it that you got those uh, those reserve deputies, uh, former bailiffs that are retired, can come back and be able to do that. So that's good. I wonder if Sergeant Williams would be a good uh, yeah, Danny I've, come back. I've already hit him up. I've already hit him up. I'm you're, already on it. Uh, you're smart. You're thinking it. about that. So, yeah, 15 bailiffs. And, and um, so, Sheree, how many courtrooms have we got? What's going on up in the, in the courthouse? Well, we've got about 17 different courts that run, not all at the same time, right. but different times of the month. Um, courthouse, we have the main courthouse. You have three courtrooms upstairs. You have mm. one downstairs. The annex has uh, three courtrooms, mm-hmm. and down in Morrisville, we have a courtroom. Ah, yes, and that's on a different day of the week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thursdays and Fridays, but we also have um, ad- admin court, administrative court, where mm-hmm. most of like your driving charges are from 8.30 to 1. Okay. And um, that's just on Wednesdays, and then we also have civil court down there um, some Mondays. So the, the admin traffic court is in Morrisville? Correct. Okay. All right. All right. So, does your bailiff division? I mean, obviously, several folks have to move down there. So, all right, and that and that requires the the inmate movement. We had talked about a little bit during the break it does. too. Okay. It does. All right. Yep. So there is a lot of inmate movement, and uh, you know, inmate movement is probably you know considered. I consider it a pretty dangerous uh, thing that that we do. Right. Moving an inmate. To and from court, uh, we have courthouses throughout, you know, the county. We have mm-hmm. several, Mo- or the one in Mooresville. So we do have to move inmates to mm-hmm. and from. Um, one of the things that uh, we've been working on is doing everything by video now. Right. So we're doing a lot of stuff by video, which saves a lot of time. It saves a lot of money. Yep. The taxpayers have right. to move, the, have the manpower to move them. Right. And when you say dangerous, you're talking about the potential for bad things to happen. To happen. Bad things N- yeah, to happen. Not that it's, you know, it's not always happening. It's just right. when you look at the opportunity. It's the opportunity. For, for, for it's them the opportunity. To, yeah, exactly. To when you have an inmate in the jail, they're behind a wall and behind doors. Right. When you move them, you're just in a, right. in a vehicle. So you point. said visitation. And I know when you walk in the, the, the main detention center there, you see all the, the screens and that's certain visitations for certain hours. But how is that video assisting in the court process? 
it, it does help speed up the process. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's, you know, it's safer for the officers mm-hmm. to have to move. The inmates don't have to leave their cell block, essentially. They mm-hmm. can stay right there, and it's just as quick as clicking a button. Okay. And we're live in the courtroom. Okay. All right. So you're on the other end of that in the courtroom mm-hmm. with, okay, so uh, does that take two bailiffs? You've got to have one down in downstairs? Somebody, you know, okay. Correct. Right. Okay. All right. So what does a day look like for you? I know that we had the first appearances we talked about. Uh, what is a first appearance? And then just kind of take us through some parts of your day. Uh, first appearance is basically where a judge is going to set up, if they need a bond, a bond setting, and then give them their first, tell them what they're charged with and what their maximum sentence could be mm-hmm. if they were found guilty, and mm-hmm. ask them what they want to do as far as an attorney goes, if they're going to represent themselves, hire their own attorney, or ask for court-appointed attorney, and then they're going to give them a new court date, and then they would come back to court on that date. Okay. So they had some type of charge that they were put in detention for that that wouldn't allow a bond, right, at that time, uh, mm-hmm. like a domestic or some type of charge uh felonious type incidences has occurred that requires a first appearance right correct okay all right um and then i know that there's special rules that the judge gives them as well for if they were to be released um is uh, is that is that given at that time or special instructions you're talking about for domestics no just it just anything in general it's first appearance when the judge kind of tells them hey uh, if you get out you know you can't have contact with the victim you can't do this uh, some of the other stuff that's correct okay all right um and what I was thinking about, too, is, is the courtroom itself. So we've got how many people's in, in, a, in a how many folks are we seeing in a day as far as um, going through? I know every day is different. Mm, I mean, sometimes around 300. It just varies from day to day. Right. I mean, we've had days higher than that. We've had days a lot lower than that. Okay. And that's the number of folks we have in the courtroom at one time? Not in every courtroom, right, right, so coming exactly. through the courthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the courthouse. yeah obviously with all those different places. Yeah. Um, so you are responsible for the security and safety of those individuals coming through that. Uh, that's a, a, another constitutional mandate for the sheriff, correct? Just like keeping mm-hmm. detention center, uh, uh, the sex offenders, those type things. But the security of that courtroom falls on your shoulders. Correct. Um, and, so, and, uh, and how do you maintain that safety and security? <laughs> well, you make sure that everybody abides by, you know, the courtroom rules. Mm-hmm. And if somebody goes to jail, you put handcuffs on and take them to jail. Right, exactly. And you help out the judge as far as, you know, if they put somebody in custody for a specific amount of time, you take them down to the jail and have them booked in. Or if they show up and they've got, um, say, like an order for arrest for a felon to appear or something, you would also take them to jail and serve mm-hmm. them at the magistrate. So you are just like any deputy on the road. You've got your arrest powers. You're able to to handle warrants, summonses, any type of thing that you need to. Uh, but you're just your your patrol area, I guess you'd say, is that courthouse and keeping it safe. That's correct. Okay. All right. Uh, does it get out of hand? Did you ever? What about? I've heard about <laughs> cell phones before. I mean, it's business in there, mm-hmm. and the judge maintains that uh, you know that attitude of business. And some of these folks just want to get on their phones and you know talking on FaceTime. Look at where I'm at. It's like a badge of honor or something. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, judge doesn't appreciate that, right? That's correct. Uh, they, at one point, stopped cell phones. Um, they've started back letting them have them in just to be able to, you know, contact their attorney right. if they need to. But they have to keep them on silent. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, I would assume we may go back to no cell phones again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 
that's tough. I mean, that's somebody um, I know that, uh, Sheriff Campbell offers a uh, social media class uh, where parents are taught about the dangers of some of the apps. And uh, uh, I was uh, part of that class being given the other day, and the instructor was talking about, well, what happens to phones in schools? Mm-hmm. You know, you've got, uh, you've got kids now, and they all got these cell phones, and mom wants them to bring their cell phone in. Uh, but that's a security issue. I mean, that's something mm-hmm. that they can talk back and forth. They're not able to uh, focus or concentrate on, uh, on, on the learning, so to speak. So if you're in court, you're there for a reason. Uh, being on your phone is not the reason to be there. You've mm-hmm. got to make sure that business is handled. And uh, we appreciate you handling the business in there, Sergeant. Thank so, you. guys, we'll be back in a few minutes from our break. Uh, remember the number, 844-788-3464. We'll see you here in just back. Uh, good, the bad, and the guilty. <clears throat> Showers start out our Wednesday morning, but drying it out for most of the day. Our clouds will be slow to clear, but I do think we have some sunshine back before we wind things down late this afternoon and this evening. North of the lake, temperatures will be chilly, only in the mid-40s today, a little closer to 50 south of Lake Norman. We'll be drying it out, temperatures dipping back down to around freezing overnight, but we're on our way to the mid-50s for Thursday. That's your forecast for the WSIC Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chase Myers. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better end the painful finger sticks and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. 800-719-5481. 800-719-5481. 800-719-5481. That's 800-719-5481. Paid for by U.S. Med. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your sleep number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be a sign that your digestive system isn't working at its best? Taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil fiber powders help promote your daily digestive health using a plant-based fiber called psyllium. The gelling action of this special fiber traps and removes waste so you can feel lighter and more energetic. Metamucil, promoting digestive health for a better you. Learn more at metamucil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Prioritizing your health is one of the best ways to take care of yourself. From routine visits to the joys of pregnancy to the illnesses that stop you in your tracks, Iredell Health System will be by your side. 
Learn more at IredellHealth.org. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Boeing suspended financial guidance for 2024 to show investors they're focused on addressing the troubling quality control issues that have plagued the plane maker. Fourth quarter results, though, show that profit, cash flow, and revenue all surpassed analysts' expectations. Boeing also is building 737 jets at the rate of 38 per month, while building five 787s a month. According to the ADP National Employment Report, private sector employment increased by 107,000 jobs in January. The employment increase, though, was down from a revised December total of 158,000. Coming up on Friday, the Labor Department will be releasing its monthly employment report. The PGA Tour confirming a $3 billion investment in the organization's new commercial entity from Strategic Sports Group, which is led by Fenway Sports Group. As part of the deal, there is an equity participation program for the players. The deal does not include the $700 billion Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, which does fund Live Golf, but it does allow for future co-investment. I'm Dan Schwartzman, Bloomberg Radio. Now more of The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty with Iredell County Sheriff Darren Campbell on 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. All right, welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty. Uh, we are here on live on Facebook, WSIC News. Also, we've got that number to call in, 844-788-3464. Uh, Sheriff Campbell, if you're listening, I believe Joe said this was for you. Is it just is it just one one bell? Well, we we were counting how many times he rings the bell. He's oh. not in here anymore, though. So well, I mean, he forgets to ring the bell. Well, he's been he's been at some some pretty important meetings uh, out of out of town. I, I know think he's got hosting a radio show is pretty important. It is. It is. That's that's why he sends these fine folks here to be able to come in his place. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, exactly. So we're uh, we're missing you, Sheriff. Uh, we know you'll be back in here, but that was uh, uh, that bail was for you. So there we go. Um, during the break, uh, Captain Scene, we were talking about that inmate movement. You mentioned that in the last section uh, about how that's uh, uh, the 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 safety of the of the detention officer, the safety of the inmate, uh, the safety of the folks that are, I mean, these officers that are from other agencies, because right. we're handling different agencies, right? I mean, That's you've right. got Highway Patrol, Wildlife, you do. Mooresville, Troutman. You, do. Okay. you know, and, and inmates, people commit crimes throughout the state. Mm-hmm. And so you might have people that are in another county jail that we have to go get. And they're anywhere in the state. There's 100 counties. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, a lot of them come to Iredell County yep. to commit crimes. So we have to go chase them down right. in these other counties and transport them back to Iredell County for court and then take them back to that that county that they're in, in, if they're in custody in that in that right. county. And also the same thing is if, you know, somebody commits a crime in North Carolina and they flee and they get caught in another state, we want them back. Of they course. need to stay in trial right. for their crimes they've committed here. And so one of the things that we do, uh, Sergeant Chernigan and uh, one of the lieutenants, they, they handle a lot of the extraditions. Mm. So we'll communicate with other states, go through the legal process and understanding the legal process of the, the other states they have to go through. And when these people are ready to come back, we arrange for the transportation for them to come back. And we go, we've been as far as Florida and New York. Uh, we were just in New York just recently, uh, picking up people, bringing them back to Idle County to face to face for their crimes. Right. So there's a lot, and there's a lot of uh, logistics behind the scenes oh, yeah. involved in all that. Right. Yeah, because that's a drive. It is a drive. And that's yeah. a that's and it and it's not a stopover in a such and such area and right. sightsee, and it's a drive. It's right. Just, so you yeah. have to plan hotels and right. And when you have an inmate, you're bringing them back. You have to anticipate stops with an inmate. So you have right. to look at the other facilities you could stop at. Right. And uh, 
And the other thing that the, that they do in the with the bailiffs is the bailiffs also handle all the transportation and the paperwork for people that are sentenced that are going to prison. Okay. So they're going to transport people that get sentenced all across the state. I got a question for you yeah. uh, on the transporting and and building in stops. Do you have to stop at specific locations, or is it like there's a rest stop coming up? We'll stop there. We try to avoid any <laughs> type of rest stop, anything like that, because you know you don't want just an inmate just at a rest stop or anything like that. So what we do is uh, we'll communicate with other facilities, uh, usually other jails, uh, if we have to another prison. And a lot of us know where a lot of them are at, so we'll contact them and ask them, is it okay if we come in and stop and you know, let our inmate use the restroom, let the officer use the restroom, anything like that. And the same thing, if they're coming through Idle County, we'll return the favor. Right. And that was one of the things, too. I want you to go back to that, but it's just, in my mind, I've got a vision of the patrol car coming into our facility uh, through the large gates and then into the sally port. Used to be it was an outdoor area. It was an outdoor uh, Yeah, you just you, you, you pulled the car up. That was the door you was going in. You had to get out and go around. And get, but now the patrol cars, you can fit two of them in there, and they're coming in yes. from, from inside. So the that. new jail has added a lot of officer safety. Right. It, mm-hmm. It's really helped uh, everybody out, other agencies and our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything's indoors, in-house. Uh, inmates are moved through the jail, through a tunnel connected to the courthouse. So they're not out in the public. Uh, it's a lot safer for, for the officers, for the general public. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can move them to and from the courthouse from the jail. Okay. And that's uh, – folks don't think about that. That is important. I mean, they've got a, they've got a pier there, but it's got to be like a staging area. I know in Mooresville even uh, there's a, a, a large electronic gate there, there is. Uh, that access to, and then there's holding cells as there well? Are. Yeah, we have okay. holding cells down in our Mooresville courthouse. Okay, all right. And I've seen the vans go down that way whenever there's several to, uh, to have to be transported. Um, so, okay. Because yep, not a lot of times you could do it by video. Sometimes, you know, you have, the inmates have to be there in person, depending on the type of case it is or what kind of thing they're handling in court that day. Some right. do require a mandatory appearance. So okay. not everything can be done by video, but we try to utilize the video arraignment as much as possible. Okay. Um, and those traffic court things, that's just the, the – I know that I've seen the lines of those folks lined up before, <laughs> you know, the cars around the block getting in. Um the responsibility is a little different for the bailiffs then, right? I mean, they're they're moving through folks quick, right? They are. There used to not be a judge in there, and now there is. Um, there's a DA and a clerk, and they okay. do have them come through and try and push them through quickly because we do have a right. lot of people. Right. They run all the way to 1 p.m. It's kind of come as you can get there. You right. don't have to be there by 830, but a lot right. of people do show up mm-hmm. as soon as court does start. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I've, I've heard a few times the... I guess the the court cry uh, to to outside uh, where you know folks are waiting. You know mm-hmm. if this is if this person's here, you, this is your appearance. This is your time. I know that uh, trials happen typically after lunch, right? Is that a lot of a lot of cases? For, in most cases, yes. Okay. All Sometimes right. they'll do it in the morning, just depending on what they've arranged. Mm-hmm. So those uh, those proceedings last a little longer. Trial. That's where you've got both sides. You could have a. A jury, yeah. uh, there, and there's grand jury, so that's a little mm-hmm. different. So yeah, you have, you know, district court level. You you have just a judge. A judge is the judge and jury, and then in a superior court setting, that's where you have a juror. Okay. You have you might have a hundred, hundred fifty people show up for jury duty, uh, on top of the public, mm-hmm. and then a jury is selected. So your bailiffs are in charge of handling the jury, communicating with the jury. 
because at that point, you know, the attorney's not, they really can't talk to the jurors once they're impaneled. Mm -hmm. So the bailiffs handle a lot of the jury work. And in a superior court setting, a jury trial could last a day. It could last, we've had some last up to a couple months, Mm -hmm. depending on the type of case. So some can be rather lengthy. Mm-hmm. And that's the same jurors that's coming in day after day. day they after they day. kind of become coworkers <laughs> with us. We, we, well, that's what I'm going to say because now your security, uh, obviously for the courthouse, uh, for those judges, now has you know you, you've broadened mm-hmm. that net. Now you've got jurors there uh, that that you know you've got to look after as well. So that's uh, does that take more bailiffs for a superior court trial? It does. Okay, it does. And it's and if you start introducing an, uh, somebody that's in custody right. into that mix. And then you're going to have to add some more bailiffs and add more security. So you might you'll have the inmate, you'll have bailiffs that are in charge of protecting the judge, right. some w- one with the jury, you can mm-hmm. some one with the public, one with an inmate. So you mm-hmm. might have three, four, or five bailiffs, depending on the type of case you have in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you guys, uh, I, I know you're uh, one of the things that the sheriff's proud most about is, is looking sharp in your uniform. Uh, that that command presence that uh, the squared away. So you're all long sleeves, ties, uh, you know. But you've got all the other important equipment as well. So um, now in the detention center inside, those guys are not carrying any any weapons or firearms. That's yeah. right. Okay. All right. But the courtroom, you guys are there to handle business. Okay. Um, and that's one of the things I just I know from uh, getting getting Tez. Uh, he's he's got a rifle. They've, uh, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Several so, of our bailiffs have rifles. That's great. That's great. You never know what kind of situation could come up, and it's good that the sheriff's uh, outfitted us with those Absolutely. necessary tools of the trade. Now, are, the cars too that take home. You guys, do you have the take home cars, or you've got you use like a transport vehicle that's there for detention center? There's there's several of us that have cars. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a trans. We have an officer designated just for transport, so he has okay. a car, and then we have some cars that stay at sheriff's office right at the detention center that we use so any bailiff that might be doing a transport could jump in a car or a van mm-hmm. we have several vans mm-hmm. uh and transport those transport those people wherever we need okay all right um is that a is that a two-person transport or is that just uh, just one it just depends just depends on the type of transport you're doing i mean obviously if you're transporting a, a full van full of people oh, yeah. yeah you're gonna you'd like to have two bailiffs because okay. uh, you might be taking them all the way to prison in Craven County at the coast. Right. And, you know, you got 13, 14 inmates in a van. So when you're going and you're taking them there, because uh, I know you were talking about they, they, they've committed a crime in the state, they're somewhere else. We want them in our court because of That's what right. they've done. That's right. Uh, the extradition part is they're somewhere else and when they've done their time we want them to come do their time here so we're we're bringing them here to stay here that's right but it's a one-way trip but when they go to court somewhere are we waiting on them to have their trial and bringing them back or it just depends on the scenario uh like in north carolina if they have charges here mm-hmm. and they're one in another state they can't leave the state of north carolina really until those charges are disposed of okay all right but and a lot of times it's going to be the same same way with uh, in another state. A lot of the states have the same laws in common just on the extradition mm-hmm. standpoint. Okay. So we're all kind of on the same page. Everybody kind of has the same rules. Well, I've seen different agencies come through, you know, Davie County, some of the, the neighboring agencies, you know, ones come through. So uh, I guess those guys are coming there, dropping off for a trial that he's got here or could be leaving them behind. That's so. right. Um, all right. Well, it looks like I'm getting the signal for break. Uh, those out there listening, just uh, spread the word. 
And if you don't want to have to worry about this stuff, come, don't come to jail. That's it. That's right? it. That's that's the, there you go. The uh, so we'll be back live for our last segment here in just a few minutes on the good, the bad, and the guilty. Yard sales, estate sales, and everything in between? Visit WSICnews.com and click on events to submit your event today. It's the good, the bad, and the guilty with Iredell County Sheriff Darren Campbell on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Oh, welcome back to the Good, the Bad, and the Guilty. Uh, we're here in studio with Sergeant Cherie Jernigan. Uh, this is her first time on radio. She's been excited to be here. We got her out of the courthouse for that. And uh, Captain Merrick Seen, uh, he's here from our detention center, and uh, I know he was excited to get out of the office. I so it's, it's good times to, to <laughs> get out here. Um, so this is our last segment, guys. So anything that you want to, you know, add in there and talk about we talked about the court system uh we talked about some of the safety and security there uh, talked about transporting and moving people and i didn't realize you know some of these transport cars have got over two hundred thousand miles on them those they uh, but you know keeping them service keeping them good equipment to be able to do that uh i know the vans uh, i've seen those things work pretty well too you've got like a 
petitions and stuff in the back if you've got different people to move around. Um, so that's some good equipment to have. Um, inmate movement being a, a, a potential for things to happen and being able to move them around in the facility uh, in those areas. Uh, I know that, um, you know, that, that Sally Port thing in the back, I don't know where that name come from, but the, uh, yeah, that Sally Port. There's a restroom back there, right? So There is. Yeah. There is, yep. Yeah, so that those folks on the road that needed to stop in could do that. They could put them in the holding cells right, right. there off the Sally Port. Right. Secure the inmate. They mm -hmm. could use a restroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Officer could use an officer restroom and get back on the road. You don't, don't really have to really come in the jail. Perfect, exactly. Um, and uh, one of the things we don't talk about, I know uh, um, Captain Adams has talked about it before, some of the, the inmate labor, some of the folks that uh, uh, in the detention center that are able to be – you know, outside and, and work picking up trash or uh, our road crew, yeah, road crew doing yep. that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, that's another thing. That's where they've been able to uh, um, kind of change the, the rules for these particular people as far as their outfits, their you know, concerns, but still using those same vehicles to transport that's them right. out there. So, that's right. got those vans and stuff. Um, so, all right, uh, finishing up with a few of the things here we've got. Uh, again, bragging on uh, uh, some of our new officers. This is Alejandro Tellez, and he's not a new officer. He has uh, actually been with us for several years now. Uh, he was in the detention center, just like you guys, uh, and he moved over to bailiff. And apparently he did a pretty good job he did. at Bailiff, exactly, because you, you were holding on to him pretty tight. I was. I was yeah. holding on to him for a while. Yeah. You were trying yeah. to get him from me for a while. I, and I have worked on him for a while. I think about two years now, if I'm not right. You 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 got him when I was wanting him. He stayed with you for a while, and now I got him. So, That's right. Uh, so the, 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 he stays at the last place. We're not moving him back. All right. Well, <laughs> I, he'll do. He'll. I know he'll do a fantastic yes, job yes. for uh, the schools yeah. and for the sheriff's office. Yeah. So Deputy Tayez, uh, a, a great guy. Uh, interviewed him a couple times and talked to him. So family man, uh, yes. and 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 got a love for the children and being able to be a school resource officer at Scotts Elementary. And so we're very we're very happy for him. And I know Scotts is. They put something out on their Facebook. So uh, that's on our Facebook. If you want to check that out, uh, Deputy Eric Finch. Um, I've I've had a uh, the pleasure of meeting Deputy Finch several times, uh, part of our Lake Patrol division, and he is in the Cops division, which is down in Mooresville. The office is where that courthouse is uh, down there, the Mooresville courthouse. Uh, so he started his career in 2015 uh, with the Forsyth County Sheriff's Office and the detention center. So there we see a trend of these guys doing well coming out. Uh, he was able to complete his uh, Mitchell College, at BLET, in 2018. He's uh, been with us here in patrol and then on the lake. But he is now a sergeant in the community-oriented policing unit. So we appreciate uh, his service. So um, that's a pretty big role to fill, right, Cherie? Sergeant stuff? <laughs> It's definitely a lot more than I thought it would be. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so I know that he's uh, there's two sergeants down there, uh, and, and they oversee the, uh, the the cops units patrol, four or five officers, as well as the uh, the, the lake patrol units. So uh, they've got a pretty big group on each side. And so you're the sergeant for how many folks under you? Well, if you're counting part-time, 18, well, I'm not his. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. I mean, she does I mean, tell I, me what to do. I was going to say, yes, you are. You, I listen. Yes, yes. You said last week whenever you I were gone, you, she had your car. That's right. Exactly. That's so right. you, you do what she's told. I might. I might right. a little. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's uh, 
you know, we talked about Sergeant Williams, uh, Danny, and his service. Uh, being that first-line supervisor, you know, mid-line supervisor there is, uh, is an important role uh, because you are doing their jobs. You've done their job. Uh, you've been the bailiff. You're still doing the bailiff thing, but now you've got all these additional duties put on you as far as uh, administration, management type stuff. And, you know, I'm sure Eric throws them all down on you, you know, do this, do that, come be on the radio show, you know, I need you to do that. So, uh, but congratulations, Sergeant Finch, on your promotion. Um, oh, okay, one of our news releases here uh, actually shows Carolita's child care. Uh, you guys know Betsy Velasquez. She's, uh, mm-hmm. she's a great, great gal. Uh, she was able to go to one of our uh, community helpers days at, in one of the predominantly Hispanic uh, child cares and she could talk to the children uh from that point of view from us and and i know you guys are losing that with tez we are. uh you know he's 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 that spanish-speaking bailiff that you had so uh but just wanted you to know that that uh, those out there if you have community days coming up at your schools i know that's a big thing this time community helpers for the little preschools guys uh we'll come out we'll come out and and bring the car out and 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 show you guys what we do uh get some of the deputies out there uh i know the sheriff uh campbell's got us at these job fairs and one of the things that's important about the job fairs i know they're having them now in high school as well as middle school uh, because if you can get these guys we're not hiring them then, but, you know, get them on a, on a thought process of where they want to be and the career they want to go into. Uh, then that helps them at the school level, you know, kind of focus on keeping an eye on a prize where they're going to go. Uh, so, yeah, I know that um, got a couple career days coming up, a couple job fairs with the school system, and, and we're, we're excited about doing those. So let us know if you have those going on. Uh, big thing is the volleyball sign-up as well. We want to make sure that you guys know about our volleyball sign-up. Uh, we still have that open. It is open until next Friday, and then we'll close promptly at 5 p.m. We're in the hundreds now of, uh, of young men and women that are ready to play, ages 9 to 15, and we're putting together some of those coaches. I know we've got a few folks at the office that are putting together those coaches. So we're taking uh, teammates. We're taking coaches. Uh, we're needing all the assistance that we can get with that because we want to make it a great success like it's been each year. Uh, the, the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Campbell's idea behind this athletic league has really come to fruition, being able to see you know, our deputies and our uh, administration, our community members in those shorts and t-shirts playing with those those guys and gals out there exactly uh and enjoying that good time and and every time it's a like a lesson um you know talking about um you know ways to handle bullying ways to you know handle peer pressure and just you know making good choices so it's good to have that speaking of bad choices uh one of the biggest news releases it was just just dropped today um ben zoo z-h-u not z-o-o ben zoo 62 years old, out of Sandy Springs, Georgia. Uh, well, Mr. Zoo is one of those scammers that we've warned you about. We've talked about uh, don't answer the phone, don't go to the door, don't take them, give them the money. Uh, this, this gentleman, this man, I won't say gentleman, this yeah. criminal suspect, uh, was calling and identifying himself as an FBI agent. It happened to a woman, an uh, elderly woman in Troutman, she was able to contact us, and that was the important step that she did first. Let us know. If you see something, say something. If it just don't look right, let us know. Let us help. Uh, she's able to contact us. We were able to 
be there when he came to take her money. Uh, he was scamming her, uh, trying to get the money, uh, and and you know get access to her bank accounts. Uh, he he needed to get that money to give to the FBI. All these lies, all these scams, everything that he was able to uh, uh, to put out there. And uh, you know she did the right thing by calling us. So we was able to set up uh, when when Zoo arrived. He had thirty eight hundred and uh, thirty eight hundred ninety dollars in cash. Uh, in the vehicle, so apparently he had scammed some other folks who was able to, to stop that from happening. But the illegal narcotics, vials of cocaine and vials of ecstasy also there. So with that, we were able to take, uh, charge him with the felony property, obtaining property of false pretense uh, by that, that fraud he was committing, uh, pretending to be the FBI and scamming this elderly lady. Uh, also, the intent to sell and deliver cocaine, uh, the MDMA, the MDA substance, uh, the vehicle with the controlled substance, a whole slew of felonies and, and misdemeanor uh, possession as well as drug paraphernalia. So that's on our Facebook. It's got a, a picture of Zoo along with uh, the cash that was seized and, and the, uh, the vials of drugs that were there as well. So I know Sh Sheriff Campbell just made a statement that, that as we said, this, this lady did the right thing. Check on your neighbors, let your neighbors know, let your friends and family know that uh, if this call is made to you, if there's some type of scammer, you know, call us, let us come out. You know, you can get on our app. You can report it that way. You can give us a call, uh, the office number. I mean, if you call 911, it's not an emergency, but they're going to tell you the number you need to call. So uh, if that's the only number that comes to your head, sometimes these, these scammers get in your head. They get you mixed up, get you messed up, and you're not able to, to think clearly. So just hang up. Don't answer the door, and then call us back. So... Uh, that is our news. Uh, what do we look like on time, Joe? I know that um, we should have oh, a little over a minute. So uh, anything in closing, Captain well, Singh? Well, as you mentioned with uh, Mr. Zoo there, you know, the sheriff had mentioned a couple weeks ago about pe scammers calling about mm -hmm. people not coming to court. Right. Uh, and yet you're going to be arrested and pay these fines. Uh, we've, we still getting, we're still getting calls about right. that. Mm -hmm. And working, us working in the court system, you know, the court, the court system does not do that. No. If you don't come to court for jury duty or whatever it may be, you're not going to be, you're not going to get a phone call requesting to pay a fine. So right. if you get that phone call, like you said, hang up. You're, yep. It's a scammer. Right. And and they do this, uh, you know, there's so many folks that are getting done this way, and we just want to make sure it ceases happening in our county. So that's, uh, right. that's great. Even if they use the name Sergeant Cherie Jernigan. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's no good. Exactly. So thank you guys for joining us for The Good, The Bad, The Guilty. Thank you for uh, having us. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a great show. And tune back in next week on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And you can check this show out uh, in recording on YouTube, X, Facebook. Uh, we thank you so much for your patronage. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.